My name is Jay Poetics, and I'm so glad you're here. I believe that God has a special message just for you. But first, I want to tell you about the JXW Studio, a place where poetry, music production, and book writing can be produced. By visiting the first two links below, you can help fund the JXW Studio. Thank you for supporting our ministry. What's up, JXW? Do you want your voice heard on the podcast? Well, then join our group on Instagram. Be involved by answering discussion questions and promote your God-given gifts as well. Don't forget to share this message and follow the podcast on all platforms. Love y'all. Peace. So for today's scripture, we read in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. It says, for physical training is of some value, but godless. Wow, I butchered that. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promises for both the present life and also the life to come. But tell me why we still got Christians still preaching today that you can't eat pork and swine and all of that. Bro, eat whatever you want. Jesus literally said that it's not what goes into a man's body is what comes out. But there are certain things that we're supposed to be doing that is godly. First Timothy chapter four, verse four, where it says, for everything that God has created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. And don't be judging anybody else for what they eat or drink. Some of y'all want to preach self-control and discipline and y'all in the pulpit looking big as my nose. Preaching self-control and discipline can't even manage your finances and it's about as empty as a bottle of water. <laughs> and that last one was for me. God wants us to have, but we have to basically apply the things that we either know or the things that has been given to us or that we've worked for. So that way we can be able to maintain and sustain. So that way we can help other people maintain and sustain. You feel me? You feel me what I'm saying? And if your way of life is not godly, then basically there are certain things that you're going to have to do to change. So what can you sacrifice and who can you have as an accountability partner? Welcome back to the JXW Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Poetics. And if you are new here at the JXW, we strive to help you pursue God, seek freedom, and acknowledge your God-given gifts. Today, I want to talk to you about that hole in your heart, that emptiness inside of you. You don't know what it is. You just know that there's something inside of your spirit that you don't know happiness, no events, no parties, no concerts, no fame, no money. Nothing can rebuild it back. Nothing can web it back like a spider web. Nothing can like, I want to talk to you about that never ending deepness inside of you. That is honestly just destroying your character, destroying who you are, just destroying the innocent, the pureness of you, you. Hey, I get that we all have things going on in our life. We all have circumstances and situations that really just deeply affect us and who we are. But this is kind of just different. There's something about this one that's different in your life. I want you to consider a couple of scenarios, a couple of situations that were troublesome in a different way that kind of affected your spirit and like it kind of shifted something in your reality at the time that was going on. For me personally, for me, that experience would be the time that I almost, you know, decided, you know, to do the worst thing of humanly possible. Yeah, I almost decided to leave this earth on my own decision yes suicidal thoughts i dealt with those i dealt with those actions i dealt with those thoughts i dealt with everything around that and i'm so thankful to god that he has honestly saved me and i'm absolutely far far away from any of the but that 
changed me. That shifted me. That altered me. Everything about me was shifted and changed once I started having those thoughts and those feelings and those emotions. I started having those thoughts when my mother passed away. It, 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 it was, I was a happy, I was a happy child before then. I was absolutely in my creative zone. I was absolutely just being a kid, going to church, all of that stuff. Yet, at the time, I didn't really have a true relationship with God as do I have right now at the time. But when I can truthfully tell you that I was just an innocent little teenager or an innocent little kid, I was. But it was until the moment, and I was dealing with problems and things and things that I didn't understand at the time because my mother, she was struggling for a long, long time, but I was still happy before she passed. But it was until she passed that something kind of aroused in my spirit, that, that an unrestly just came upon me, that I could, I, I, I remember this. I remember sitting on the edge of a sofa. I remember sitting on the edge of a sofa and I was just crying. Like, I know, look, I know that's controversial. Ah, wow, that's so controversial. I know men are not supposed to cry. And if men cry, then they're seen as less of a man. Look, I was crying. <laughs> I was bawling out in tears. Call me less of a man if you want to. We need to destroy that double standard. And that's a conversation for a whole nother episode. But the thing about it is, I was crying, like dripping tears pouring it's 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 the day it's the day that i'm supposed to like arrive in front of all these people to remember the person the one person in my life that i actually really could trust and i actually really loved and i actually like i could call family i could truly go to them in times that i needed to so that was the moment and after that moment my entire life shifted it changed i became more i became more unrestly i became more on edge i became i became a, a rowdy like emotional emo like i became like i didn't become what everyone as a christian thought that the christian joe boy joey boy would become I started dreaming dreams. I started having nightmares. I started I started going into the darkest path of my life. I started doing things. I started practicing self-harm. I started doing things that I never would normally do. And that's just me. That's just my story. That's just who I am. And I'm tapping into me because I don't know what is going on in your life. I don't know how... You have processed all the traumatic experiences that you have gone through. You might have gone through when you were younger than what I was when I went through the thing that I went through. You might have been four years old or five or six or seven or ten or eleven. I went through that when I was 14. I don't know how young you were. All I know is that this emptiness, this hole, it starts when we're young. Yo, what's good, JXW family? My name is Shalom, and I just want to say this is a great opportunity for us all to grow in this community, and I'm happy to be here. If you're looking for some real gospel music that edifies the body of Christ, then click the link above or below to get put on. 
It's time to stand up for the kingdom of God and take action with every opportunity we get. So tap in, fam. Love y'all. That's it. It starts when we are immature. It starts when we are unable to identify the triggers that is sparking. This is why we don't understand and cannot categorize what's going on in our brains. And this is why we need therapy. And this is why we need all this different stuff. Because we literally cannot tap in to the things that happened to us as a kid. Because when we were a kid, we couldn't categorize it. And like we were childs, we was we had a child mind state. So this is why it's a lot harder and a lot difficult for us to dig it up and a lot difficult for us to like remedy it in our spirit and really get over it and just have Jesus just flow within us and absolutely like eradicate that situation. This is why that when you're an adult and if something really, really bad happens to you, this is why you can have an adult conversation with the person that did you wrong or you can like go through grief, a period of grief. And after that period of grief, whether you lost a family member or, or you lost a friend or whatever, whatever happened now as an adult, you can truly like go through that period of grief for a moment's time and then be OK with it after the moment of grief. But as a child, you don't know how to process grief. As a child, you don't know how to process that hole in your heart. So since you don't know how to process it, since you don't know how to have an adult conversation, since you don't know how to remedy it, since you don't know what forgiveness is at the time as a kid, even as a, even as a teenager, since you don't know it, then that hole is always there that hole is always within us that hole is is just it's a forever mark in our spirit and here's the thing it's consuming us every single day it's consuming us every like in my life that situation my mother passing away she struggled with a brain tumor for many many years but when she finally went up to the Lord, first of all, I didn't understand that she went up to the Lord. Like, like I said before, I didn't have a, a relationship with God. Actually, I didn't have a relationship with God until two years ago. Like, seriously, I was really just I was really just walking around in church spaces for all of my life, literally from like two years old to like today. I was walking in church spaces for all of my life without having a true relationship with God. But then again, that's also another conversation. But here's the thing. I didn't truly understand. I didn't truly understand how that affected me until years later. For, for, for that moment of time, I spent five years in the darkest depression of my life 5 years from like from the age 15 16 17 all throughout 5 years 18 19 i spent without really knowing who god is and really knowing why why would if i if i didn't know who god was or if god is 
then then how would I know, okay, God, why did you do this to me? Like this common phrase, why does bad things happen to good people? I, I, look, now I'm more mature. I, I, I cannot say that I'm a good person. I, I cannot say that. But I know that I'm, I'm broken. I know that, that something is in, I, I know that I'm, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm broken. But it, I still have the thought process of, okay, Lord, I, I know that I've done wrong. And maybe I, maybe I've done terribly wrong, but why did you, why did you do that? Like you didn't have to do that. Like you could have just set me back a couple of years. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that. And there was a hole in my life, a, a, an expansion in my spirit, for so long, and I practiced cutting. I, I listened to the worst demonic music you can ever possible listen to. I, I, I was I was rowdy. I was emotional. And, and here's the funny thing. Even in all of that, even in all of that, I still found peace within my storm. Even in the, those five years of going through the traumatic experiences that I went through, I still found peace in my storm. I started writing poetry, which later on eventually cascaded into me starting this platform so there's another message in this like if you go through the darkest pains of your life and you feel like you just went through all of that for nothing god will make something out of it it's like diamonds pressure it's like god will make something out of it but look here's the thing yes my creative being the the creativity within me was put under pressure of that traumatic experience. And yes, I am the poet that I am today. Yes, I am the person that I am today. But I didn't understand that when I was going through it. I didn't completely like put that in my mental space. Oh yeah, in five years, I'm gonna be da 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 da. I didn't know that. So that hole in my heart was just expanding, getting larger. And it didn't help that many other very important figures in my life started dropping like flies. What's up, JXW? Do you want your voice heard on the podcast? Well, then join our group on Instagram. Be involved by answering discussion questions and promote your God-given gifts as well. Don't forget to share this message and follow the podcast on all platforms. Love y'all. Peace. Like if if I didn't really understand why did God take this one, this 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 one very important person, then then how much more would I ever under would ever ever understand God taking more, God taking this person, God taking that person? It's like, oh my, I, and I was a quiet kid at the time. I was a quiet person at the time. I was very introverted. I didn't want to talk to anybody. So the pain hurt the most because these people were dying. These people were dropping like flies. And I never had an opportunity to really sit down and have a conversation with them. That's what really hurt me. That's the, the, that's the real pain of me. 
yes, it would be so totally, totally different. It would still be grief. Let's let's get it honest. It would still be grief, but it would be so totally, totally different. I would be more okay with it if one of my family members or one of my friends, they unfortunately passed away, but I still had a really strong connection with them. And I still had a, like, we had conversations every single day and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But it, it hurt that much more. It hurt that much more. It hurt that much more knowing that this prominent figure in my life just passed away. And it hurts way more than it usually would. Because I know that this person loved me. This person inspired me. This person was a strong tower in my life. But unfortunately, not only did they pass away, but unfortunately, I was too scared. I was too timid. I was too quiet. I was too to myself. I, I was too selfish. I was way too introverted. And I didn't want anything to do with the world. So I never had a conversation with them. I never shared anything. That's the hole in my heart. That's the hole in my heart. I can't speak for you. I can't speak for your experiences. I can I can put like I can put a, a bracket uh, experience bracket. That's your experience. And you can fill in the blanks of whatever your experiences were. And hey, we're not even talking about were. We're talking about is our like look, if you're going through your deepest darkest griefs right now, like seriously, like right now, I know one thing. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be okay. Th- th- I, that's not going to happen. I'm Me, I would be ignorant to tell you that it's going to be okay. We always say these trendy terms when people are going through grief. We always say these 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 things like we just sprinkled it on there when people are going through grief. Oh, it's going to be OK. They're in heaven now. Da, 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 da. Like you're going to forget about it in 20 years time. We're actually going to laugh on this situation. Da, 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 da. No, I don't know your experience. I don't know your past and I don't know who you are. I don't know what God is going to do through you through this grief experience. So I will not say it's going to be OK, but I will say trust in God. That's what I'll say. I won't say it's going to be okay because for me, it wasn't okay. It was not okay. For five years, it was not okay. So who am I to tell you that it's going to be okay? I can encourage you in any other aspect of this situation. I can tell you that, hey, strive for better. But I will not tell you it's going to be okay. That's your personal journey. It's up to you to determine if it's going to be okay or not. You can spend the next 50 years in grief, in depression, in all these thoughts. And I would be ignorant to say that it would be okay. It's up to you to determine what that timeline is. Not to anybody else. It's up to you to determine how long you will hold this, this, this unforgiveness in your heart. It's up to you to determine how long you will hold this resentment in your heart. 
it's up to you to determine how long you will hold this over the person who just passed away or over the person who is alive right now and you actually have their phone number in your phone but you neglect the text or call them because you know that three years ago they did such and such and you hate them with all of your guts let me tell you something how will that how how does that look to god what's up jxw do you want your voice heard on the podcast well then join our group on instagram be involved by answering discussion questions and promote your god-given gifts as well don't forget to share this message and follow the podcast on all platforms love y'all peace god gave his son for you god gave his son jesus died on the cross took nails in his palms just for you thousands of years later to say i hate that person just for you thousands of years later to say i hate that person so much i'll never forgive him and you have the confidence to call yourself a christian you have the confidence to call yourself a god-fearing man or woman of god you have the look the holes in our heart yes they are they happen just by reality just by life just just by the way the circle of life happens people are born and people die but some of the holes in our heart are created manufactured and honestly upheld by our own ignorance to forgive another person some of the holes in our heart are created by our own means and sometimes we don't know how to remedy that hole because we just we're not going to forgive this person it's never going to happen and god is looking at you and it's like yo how can i freely give you this ticket to heaven that jesus see he already purchased for you 2000 years ago let jesus he already purchased for you look jesus on the cross he already purchased your ticket and I know Easter's coming up. We got Passover coming up. I celebrate Passover. But nonetheless, we got, God already purchased your ticket. He's already said, hey, this one's on me. Go watch the movie of heaven, IMAX, 3D, all that stuff. This one is on me. You don't have to do anything. God sent his son to die on the cross he wrote that ticket he put your name on it that's your ticket to heaven follow jesus christ pursue him preach the gospel and boom but you are basically in front of jesus christ you are ripping up that ticket as you are holding resentment against your brother or sister as you are holding hate against your brother and sister as you are holding like all these different types of negative feelings against people look I, I can't speak for you. Again, I can only speak for me. I know a lot of people in my life that I would, would, would hate right now. I know a lot of people. And if they, this is, hey, this might be way too honest for you. Look, this might be way too honest for you to hear. I personally know a lot of people in my life that I would truly hate and resent for the things that they have done to me. But here's the thing. I have 100% forgiven them. I've 100% forgiven them. Because I know that they are not perfect human beings. 
Yes, they're not a part of my life anymore. All because I've forgiven them doesn't mean I have to tally along and trip over again and let them walk over my character. No, that's that shouldn't happen. But the, the simple fact is, I recognize that I'm a sinner. They're a sinner. They fall short of the glory of God. I fall short of the glory of God. I make mistakes. They make mistakes. I will not hold resentment over them. I'm not creating that hole in my spirit because of them. Yes, they made terrible decisions and terrible mistakes and da 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 da. But I'm just saying, it's it's the essence of forgiveness that really makes the difference. But just imagine every single person in your life who has done you wrong, every single person in your life that that has made you trip on purpose. Every single person in your life has told you that you're worthless or you're, you're worth nothing or da da da. You can't do anything. You're stupid. You're this. You're that. You, you're ugly. You're fat. Every single person in your life who has come against you verbally, physically, mentally, spiritually, every single person in your life who has come against you, I want you to envision this. I want you to put all of those people in one room and you. I want you to envision all of those people in one room and you. What are you going to do in that situation? What are you going to do in that situation? Are you going to sit around and in that one room, maybe it's a small room because you have a small group of people who have done you wrong, or maybe it's an entire auditorium full of people that you just you just don't like but i want you to envision every single person who has done you wrong from the time you were born to right this second i want you to put all those people and imagine them in one room what are you going to do in that moment are you going to sit around, waste your energy, waste your time, and waste your ticket to heaven just fighting all these people endlessly because, honestly, you're not going to win any battles? Or are you going to get up, stand up, and make a stand and say, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, and I forgive you, and go through each and every single person and say, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive you. We was five years old, we was playing around and you accidentally punched me in the face. Oh, I forgive you. You know, we was 20, you accidentally led me down a really dark, deep path. And I, <laughs> but I forgive you. Oh, I was 10. You embarrassed me in front of all of my fr I forgive you. Oh, I was 45. I had a big, big, big business breakthrough. And you stole my thunder. I hate you. I hated you. I wanted to destroy your career. I wanted to decimate everything that you represent. My entire career landed on this business opportunity and you took it. But you know what? I forgive you. I'm now forgetting what you have done to me. What's up, JXW? Do you want your voice heard on the podcast? Well, then join our group on Instagram. Be involved by answering discussion questions and promote your God-given gifts as well. 
Don't forget to share this message and follow the podcast on all platforms. Love y'all. Peace. See, I'm just remembering this quote. And, and this is this is very impactful to me. And this is very, uh, it, it's a staple to me. Because the quote was written by someone who I called my spiritual father. This person, to me, was everything. And as we were relating earlier, when I said that I went through a deep depression because of all these people passing away, he was one of the people who passed away. But here's the testimony about this quote. This quote was given to him straight from God. Actually, there was a line of quotes that was given to him straight from the Holy Spirit. He had dreams and visions. He visited heaven. He died and came back. This man is an absolute, an absolute prospect in, in, in the hands of Jesus Christ. And he passed away a, a couple years ago. But I just want to read off this quote just off the top of my memory. See, forgiveness is the ability to move on in life with the consequences of somebody else's mistakes without feeling hurt. That's what the quote says. Forgiveness is the ability to move on in life with the consequences of somebody else's mistakes without being hurt. That's what the quote says. I'm going to say it again. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is the ability to move on in life with the consequences of somebody else's mistakes without being hurt. And it's so true. People make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. The people who have passed away in your life, they're not perfect. You might hold them onto a pedestal and say, oh my gosh, somebody, this hole in my heart was, was because so-and-so passed away a couple years ago. Da, 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 da. I, I know that. I get that. But they are not perfect either. They had a hole in their heart. So why would you begin to have a hole in, their, in your heart and pass that hole down? Forgiveness is the ability to move on with the consequences of somebody else's mistakes without feeling hurt. I had to move on with the consequences of somebody else's mistakes. We all had to move on with the consequences of somebody else's mistakes. But the key factor is without being hurt. And that's the most difficult part. That's the difficult part about it is. Being able to say that you're okay. When clearly you're not okay. And I'm not saying be fake. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying put up a mask. I'm not saying that. I'm telling, I'm saying to truly to truly be able through Jesus Christ to forgive a person. And even when the situation was really just not okay, now you're able to say, okay, Holy Spirit, it's time. I bring up so-and-so's name. And I know who they did that that in the fourth. I get it. I was really hurt. 14 years old, I was really hurt. 12 years old, I was really hurt. 25 years old, I was really 35 years old, 40 years old, I was really hurt. But today I want to forgive them. And if they're dead or if they're alive, if they're dead, forgive them in your heart. Release them in your heart. But if they are if they are alive, go in person and ask for forgiveness. Truly rectify that hole. 
Because the thing about it is, that hole is always growing. That hole is always growing. It really is. And the fact of the matter is, we feed it with things. We feed it. We feed it with things. Here's the thing that we don't often understand. When we are trying to get mental freedom, we don't understand by ignoring our past traumas and ignoring the things that we went through, we are actually feeding that hole. We are actually feeding the mental decay as we are seeking mental freedom. Like, you can go to a concert, you can go to a party, you can go wherever, you can, you can chow around with your friends, you can laugh, you can all that stuff. You, like, you can have the, you can have, you can live your best life. <laughs> you can live your best life. And a perfect example of this is the fact that there are billionaires living their absolute best life ever, but they're still empty. They still feel as though that they have, uh, that their, their spirit is off. You can live your best life. You can pursue mental freedom. You can pursue a, a better life. But as long as you're ignoring your past traumas and your past pains, it, you're not going so far. You have to make sure that you are not feeding that thing in your spirit. You're not feed, that you're not growing the hole. They're not growing the emptiness. First, you have to forgive everyone who has done you wrong. You have to place all these people in one room. Imagine a white room. We're going to go right back to this. Imagine a white room with all these people in it. And what are you going to do? How are you going to act? Are you going to fight every single person in that room, tooth and nail, to the end? forever or are you going to sit up kill your pride and let the holy spirit speak through you and say i forgive you 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 i you punched me in fourth grade i forgive you i forgive you you cheated and looked at my test scores and now you got an a plus and the 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 teacher think i cheated oh i forgive you even though i really hated you after that that test i still forgive you <laughs> you know even though we're not friends to today i still forgive you you have to one forgive others who have done you wrong but also, too, you have to watch out how you're feeding the hole in your heart. Are you closing the hole? In, are you truly rectifying and closing the hole? Or are you feeding it? Are you expanding it? Yo, what's good, JXW family? My name is Shalom, and I just want to say this is a great opportunity for us all to grow in this community, and I'm happy to be here. If you're looking for some real gospel music that edifies the body of Christ, then click the link above or below to get put on. It's time to stand up for the kingdom of God and take action with every opportunity we get. So tap in, fam. Love y'all. Now, I just want to tell you another way that you can fill that hole. Another way that you cannot feed it, but you can fill it. Not feed the hole. Not, not fill your body, your soul, your spirit with so much stuff that's just, you think it's helpful, but it's not really helpful. It's really, it's really breaking you down and decaying you. I want to tell you about something that can... Fill the hole, fill the gaps, seal every bit of you, every piece of who you are, seal it in, put glue in between the, the spots that you feel empty. I want to tell you this 
this one thing, and you might have you might have overlooked this. Like you might have said, I, "Look, I I wanted to do that, but then again, uh, I I don't see any future in it. There's nothing. Look, I want to tell you something that's a guaranteed one hundred percent. This is a top secret, absolutely top secret. This is top secret, y'all. This is very safe. This is top secret. Like I like look, it's 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 that much." The way that you can fill the cracks, the crevices, the way that you can fill that hole in your heart, the way that you can absolutely just walk in life with a different type of confidence and the way that you can really just make a difference in this life is by following your God-given gifts, following your creative side, the, the following who you are. We overlook what God has given us, but that is just, that's, that's not right. We overlook the gifts, the talents, everything that God has given us. And it's so ironic because we in this world, we're looking for a purpose. Every single person on this earth is looking for a purpose. I don't care how rich, old, I don't care how young, I don't care how poor, I don't care, I don't care what, I don't care where you are at what position at your life that you are right now. Every single person on this earth is looking for a purpose. Here's the thing. Following your God-given gift is your purpose. Following what God gave you is your purpose. How do I know what is my God-given gift? What, how, how do I know what is my God-given gift? That's very difficult for me to find. Whatever you love. It's so simple. Whatever, take whatever you love. Take it, take whatever. I get this question all the time. I face people all the time who, who don't know their purpose or they don't know how to identify their purpose or they don't know what is their purpose. Like they don't, they don't know. And my thing about it is on this platform, the reason why our number three on the Jake's WPSA is acknowledge your God-given gift is because we're not trying to help you identify your God-given gift. We're not trying to help you discover your God-given gift. We're not even trying to help you seek out your God-given gift. We're, we're trying to help you acknowledge it. See, there's that itch in the back of your neck, at the back, of, like, it's just that itch that you've had since you were four, five, six, seven, eight years old. There's that itch. There's that, there's, there's that difference about you. There's, there's, there's that difference of light within you that you've had since a very, very, very young child. And that's not just you being a weird kid as a weird kid when you were a weird kid. That was you as a child acknowledging your God-given gift. Acknowledging the fact that as a child, you kind of waddled towards the arts and crafts section. Or maybe as a child, you kind of waddled towards the TV. Or maybe as a child, you kind of waddled towards watching your mother and your father cook dinner and all that different type of stuff. As you were a child, you literally acted out your God-given purpose and your God-given gift. But when we become older and we enter this thing called society... And we feel the pressures of life and and maybe we have some very strict parents and they're, they're like, hey, you got to be this way or you can't live in this house. You got to be that way or you're never going to be anything in this world. You got to be a certain type of way. As a child, we don't have those pressures and we don't have that thing. So we're really just acknowledging and moving in our God-given gift. But now when we become older, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, um, I can't do what I used to do. I can't do what I love. I can't do it. And this is why so many people people find themselves with a 
forever so ever gaping hole in their heart in their spirit in their mind because they honestly don't know what their purpose is but their purpose is something that society has pushed down the grave so hard so let me tell you this the only way or at least one of the ways to clear up that hole to gut it out and to fill it patch it and to make it whole again, like whole, like complete, is that you acknowledge, follow, pursue your God-given gift. Look, what is your God-given gift? What do you love doing? What do you love? Me, I love doing poetry. I love doing poetry. I love writing books. I love creating stories and narratives. Now, the ironic thing about me, I really don't love reading. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I really don't love reading. Really. But I love writing. I I, I know it's funny. It's weird. And I know those two things go hand in hand. But with me, you'll never find me. You'll never find me reading a book. It it just never happens. Accept the word. Accept the Bible. Accept the Bible. Chill, chill, chill. Accept the Bible. But I am creative in the way that my brain has such a low attention span to just like things that I just have an itch. I just have something on my neck that has to write. I have to write it down. I have to write my ideas down. I I can't sit there and read somebody else's ideas because I have so many ideas myself that I want to jot down and I want to write down. And that's me. But I want you to find your gifting. I want you to identify what is that thing that from a young child, you acknowledged it, you literally lived it out. And now once you become like a, a teenager or a young adult, now now you've suppressed it because the world said you can't monetize off of that or the world said this or the world said that. Who cares about the world? Do you notice that smile, that that that, that facial expression you get when you create the thing that you create? Or do you notice that that smile, that facial expression that somebody else has when you create what you create? Do you notice that that anticipation within your heart to do it again? Do you notice that anticipation on someone's heart, someone else's heart to see you do it again? The reason why that we feel empty inside it's because that we're not following what God has placed in us. The reason why that we have so much emptiness in our heart is because we see what God has put in us and we see, oh yeah, that's going to fill me. That's going to fulfill me. I'm going to find purpose doing that. We see that and we ignore it. We see it, we ignore it. And this is why we live our lives, our our young adult ages and our adult ages, and we've lived our lives all this time, and we just don't know what is our purpose? What is my purpose? What is my... Look, you don't know what your purpose is because you are not looking for it it's there it's right there you 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 acted it out when you were a kid remember when we were kids and we were playing family you know that game family and you you know when we were kids and we we were playing freeze tag and we're playing this tag and we're playing that game we're playing any mini mighty mo catch a tiger by so you remember all those games remember all those games those games literally enhanced the creativity, the joy, the, the, the just the fire within each one of us as children. 
and I think we've lost our flame. What's up, JXW? Do you want your voice heard on the podcast? Well, then join our group on Instagram. Be involved by answering discussion questions and promote your God-given gifts as well. Don't forget to share this message and follow the podcast on all platforms. Love y'all. Peace. I think we lost our flame. I think we've lost the joy, the happiness to go outside and play with our friends, to go outside and play with that place that to go outside to play with that whatever we were playing, the cool to go upstairs and draw and, and get out our canvas. To, I think we've lost our flame and we've been we've sworn on whatever, whatever we've sworn on to that our creative gifting won't take us anywhere in life. So we have subscribed ourselves to this narrative of society that hey if i follow society let me go to college let me go to university let me spend all this i believe let me get into all this debt just at the end of the day to get a paper that says a couple of scribbled words on it and it it, it, it really just doesn't fulfill me now okay i graduated i'm a doctor now let me go to the bar and get so drunk i will forget everything in my life because i don't still don't know who i am This is why we have so many billionaires. This is why we have so many millionaires. This is why we have so many people with six figures. This is why we have so many people with 10,000 in our bank. This is why we have so many people with $100 in their bank. This is why we have so many people with five bucks in their pocket who don't know what, what they are, who don't know what their purpose is. It spans from how poor you are or how managing you are, I guess you can say, to how astronomically, astronomically rich you might be. We all start as humble beginnings. Yes. And you might think, you might subscribe that purpose comes with a dollar sign in in, in the sense that if I get $100, I have purpose. If I get a thousand dollars, I'll have purpose. If I get ten thousand, I'll have purpose. If I get twenty, if I get six figures, I'll I, I'll have purpose. Or I I I believe, and I really, I really don't like this narrative that the world is pushing. And it's something that when I have a family and when I have children and when I have my household, it's something that I will teach my family against. Your purpose is not equal to a dollar sign. The, the value that you have brought to this world, you, there are so many young creatives in this society today. So many beautiful and handsome men and women who have so many creative ideas, but they are shot down and they are absolutely hopeless because no one sees the potential in their creativity because they're broke. You see, because they're broke or they don't know how to manage their money. That's such a twisted narrative. It's 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 something that look, if you want to fill the hole that's in your life, I need you to unsubscribe yourself and to deconstruct all the societal mindsets that the world has placed over us to to really put us in a world, a quote unquote world where Purpose is connected to a dollar sign and how rich you are is is directly correlated by how much you have purpose. Look, there are some really, really, really 
There are some people who are really struggling out there, but they make the most beautiful melodies. There are some people who are really struggling out there, who, but they make, the most they make the most beautiful hoodies and sweaters, and they got their own clothing line, but they cannot advertise to the world because of their bank account. There are some billionaires who do not have purpose. There are some millionaires who still don't know what they're trying to do. And I want to talk to every creative. I want to talk to every creative. If you are a creative, listen up. Do not let the world self-subscribe you into the narrative that if you, if, that if the only way that you could be successful is to have a certain amount in your bank account. Yeah, yes, you need to have a certain amount in your bank account to support your business, your brand, and to build. Yes, but do not make money, money, the ultimate, the ultimate of your creativity. That if you have a certain amount of cash that you are, that you are perpetuating in your purpose. That's not what it's all about. First of all, it's all about sending people to God Getting people connected with Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. Then it's about pursuing your, your, your creative gifting. Going after, going after what the, the itch that God gave you. Going after it. See, when I created this podcast, I didn't have nothing, anything. I didn't have the knowledge to sustain this production. I didn't have, I literally started this on a whim and a prayer. That's it. <laughs> I literally started this on a whim and a prayer. That's it. It was seven days, literally seven days after my birthday. And I was like, randomly, let me start a podcast. I didn't have any support behind me. I didn't have a dollar amount to support this. I didn't have anything. And look what God has done to this day. So do not... Do not break all the society mindsets off you that you have to be of a certain status to be of a certain purpose level, that, that your life is not fulfilled unless you are seen as this person. No, I saw actually I saw a clip on Instagram, right? I saw a clip on Instagram where it was basically saying that the world says you are behind in life. And they were saying that the, the phrase you are behind in life doesn't it doesn't exist. The phrase you are behind in life does not exist. It's, it's a myth. It's a, it's, it's a myth. Why? Because in order to be behind, listen, in order to be behind in life, you have to be behind someone. You have to be behind somebody. And in this life, do you, do you, do you want to be behind somebody? No. In this life, we are all on different paths. We are all pursuing different goals. We are, you don't want to be directly behind unless you're just copying somebody like word for word, foot by foot. Like at that point, you just need to stop that and find your own individuality. But I'm, I'm trying to say this. There's no such thing as being behind in life. You have your own pace. You have your own goals. You have your own trajectory. You have your own time. Uh, you have your everything set out. You have dreams and visions. You have things that you want to bring to this world. I know you do. I know you do. I, we know this. 
We know this. There's no such thing as being behind. I don't care who has told you that you are behind. You are not behind. It doesn't exist. It's a myth. It's, it's not real. In order for you to be behind somebody, you have to be directly behind them. And nobody wants to be following another person foot by foot, eye by eye, word by word. Let's practice some individuality. Let's pursue God on our own path that God has set us on. Let's be ourselves. You notice that you have your own unique fingerprint. That's absolutely wild. How do we have our own unique fingerprint? That's impossible, right? Every single person has a fingerprint that's different from the other person. You know how wild that is? You know how many people they are? There's a lot of people. There is a lot of people on this earth. And to know that every sing, every every person has a di- so why are you seen as behind somebody? You are on your own path, following your own individual goals, with the ultimate ultimate of pursuing God and 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 helping people seek freedom, and ultimately acknowledging what God has placed in you. So here's the thing. Yes, we might have that hole in our heart. But if we let that hole linger, it will expand and it will consume us. And we'll never get anywhere in life. But if we take action, if we follow God, if we acknowledge our God-given gift, and if we really like pursue what God has given us, We can change the trajectory of where we're going. We can be that difference in the world. We can do something different than our fathers and our grandfather and our great-grandfather. We can create a whole new legacy. We can do it today. I want you to really believe in yourself and to really know that you can make a difference and to really know that it's not about the hole in my heart. It's not about the hole in my heart. It's about all the holes in this world I can patch. It's about all the other people in this world that I can affect change in. Yes, I might be struggling, but God got me. I believe God got me. I believe God will heal this. I believe that God will heal this in my heart. I pursue him, but I also acknowledge my God-given gift. And through doing those two things, I will seek freedom. And I will be what God has called me to be. But coming to the end of this episode, I just want to let you know what the community thought about this topic. So we on the JXW, on our Instagram platform, if you want to be involved on our Instagram platform, our group chat, hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM and request to be a part of our Instagram group chat. There are over 30 people who just have a love for Christ and who want to share their God-given gifts. We have people from poets to artists to, to music, every music producers, podcasters, we have it all. So if you want to join the community, please let me know. But our discussion question was on actually community. So our discussion question was, what does your current community mean to you? Through those people, how have you grown? And is this community better than those you used 
used to be around. So Cindy says, community to me means the group of friends with common interests that you surround yourself with. Community also includes family members and other connections that make up your support system. My current community of friends encourage me and help me to make positive progress. With my previous group of friends, I tried very hard to fit into the group at the expense of changing myself. Your community should consistently uplift you and help you to get closer to God. I just want to encourage you right now. Get yourself around a group of people that will encourage you, like Cindy says. Get yourself around people. That's a whole nother conversation. But I want to really take these last few seconds of the podcast this last few seconds of the episode to tell you get yourself around people who just just have a difference about them and make it for god get around people who have a love for christ who's going to encourage you who's going to pursue god and you'll see your life change but this is all that i have for you on the jxw podcast today if you want to get connected with everything that's going on you can follow me on social media at j poetics world poetics spelled with an x world spelled w-r-l-d if you want to give a monetary gift to the jxw podcast you can cash up us at j poetics world poetics spelled with an x world spelled w-r-l-d and big 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 announcement our one year anniversary is coming up on april 25th that's just next month that april 25th like 360 like 365 days god has been doing such a work on this platform i'm so happy to be crossing one year with each and every single one of you guys but let's close in prayer lord god i thank you for this day Lord, I thank you for every single person listening right now lord jesus that all of these people listening they mean a lot to you, Lord. And and I want to really, I want to tap into your spirit right now, Lord Jesus. Anyone who's going through any sadness, any depression, I, I, I praise you in this moment. And, and I want to thank you for their life also. Lord God, uplift those who are being challenged with situations. Uplift those who feel as though they have a hole in their heart, emptiness. And Lord God, fill that hole with godly community. Lord Jesus, fill it right now. And I bless you for this week. I thank you for everything that you have given us. And I praise your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for listening to the JXW podcast again. April 25th is our one year anniversary. I'm so happy to cross that one year with you, but I'll see you in the next one. Love y'all. Peace.